War III starts in Ukraine, gets lit on fire in Gaza with VT's Mark Dankoff, right here, right now, on VT Radio. Let's go. With host Johnny Punish. And we're back on VT Radio. I'm Johnny Punish, and I am super pissed off what's going on in Gaza right now in Israel. But I think more pissed off is my guest today, the fantastical Mark Dankoff, all the way from San Antonio, Texas. Mark, what the heck is going on right now? This is incredibly stressful, and I, I'm beside myself. I don't even have any words. What's your take on what's happening? Well, uh, what my take is, is that we are headed for an expansion of this conflict and most likely World War III, uh, courtesy of the long-term power of the Israeli lobby in the United States and in Europe. And in San Antonio, this obviously involves both the Zio ferries, who are a part of Biden's Democratic Party. Uh, it also involves the pro-Zionist uh, right wing of the Republican Party here in Texas. Just look at their party platform, which has been there for years. It looks like it was taken from the Schofield Reference Bible. Uh, so John Hagee of Cornerstone Church and Christians United for Israel is uh, shooting off his billboard mouth as you drive by his congregation on 1604. And then, of course, uh, Greg Abbott uh, has now ordered the uh, Texas and American flags to be lowered at half staff for Israel. I would say to Governor Abbott, why don't you first lower them for the USS Liberty before you do anything else? That's my response to uh, Greg Abbott this evening. I also wanted to say that on top of uh, preparing for this show by going through sickening amounts of news stories on this by the minute with a variety of international news agencies, I wanted to say that in spite of the fact that I feel very alone in San Antonio tonight, uh, home of Military Town USA, home of the National Security Agency's Internet Surveillance System, home of John Hagee of Cornerstone Church and Christians United for Israel, uh, and all of the other lunatics in this town that seem to think that uh, they're not going to get themselves and their, and their kids and grandkids uh, and their husbands and wives and their sisters and brothers ultimately killed in this. Uh, I have also uh, would like to uh, mention some books I've uh, been rereading or reading for the first time. Right here in San Antonio, Texas, Roman Catholic Palestinian Jacob Namar. He did not ask me to do this, uh, but this is a terrific born uh, book by uh, Jacob Namar, again, who is a Palestinian Roman Catholic Christian. Uh, it's entitled Born in Jerusalem, Born Palestinian. All of these people like Hagee and uh, Greg Abbott uh, ought to shut their mouths and take a look at this book to see just the entire historical context of this uh, Zionistic fascism uh, that they're supporting and that the United States government uh, and both of the major political parties, for the most part, are supporting. I uh, have been also rereading, rereading David Martin's book, which he sent to me, The Assassination of James Forrestal. You want to know how far back this goes in terms of the Zionist infiltration of the American uh, government and the American media uh, the very mysterious death of our first defense secretary, uh, who allegedly took his own life. You'll look at that event, if you're even aware of it, in a far different fashion uh, if you read David Martin's book, which, again, he sent me. Uh, my old buddy Mark Weber at IHR uh, sent me George Morgenstern's seminal book on Pearl Harbor. 
You know, this wasn't written that many years after the Roberts Commission, uh, and yet it seems to play the same role in unfolding Pearl Harbor that uh, Mark Lane's rush to judgment and Josiah Thompson's six seconds in Dallas did uh, in the Kennedy assassination. Uh, one can say that Morgan Stern laid the foundation for everything that followed in terms of research uh, into FDR's machinations uh, to get the United States into that war uh, in conjunction with, uh, frankly, what uh, Charles Lindbergh was freely acknowledging at the time uh, was the disproportionate Jewish influence of the Roosevelt administration to get the United States into into a conflict it did not have to be involved with. And then uh, last but not least, a person in San Antonio who's always helped me over the years on the side, whose name I won't use, has uh, fired off another book to me that I've just completed. This is Neil Howe's book, uh, The Fourth Turning Point. Uh, And I think in regard to this last uh, title, we are at a turning point in history. I think things are about to become very apocalyptic, frankly. And in that regard, uh, Alexander Dugan, of course, the Russian philosopher uh, whose daughter was murdered in Moscow uh, a year ago this past August 20th, uh, has written a piece for geopolitica.ru the, in the English language uh, that enables me to see that for Mr. Dugan, uh, he has his own thoughts on the eschatological orientation of what is happening, whether you happen to be a legitimate Christian or you happen to be a Muslim believer. Uh, it's uh, not hard at all to see uh, that this beast, that those of us who don't uh, support it uh, are struggling with, that it definitely has eschatological and apocalyptic overtones. So tonight, as we look at the sickening support of the United States government and these frauds in both of the major political parties, and frankly, I have to say Robert F. Kennedy Jr., whom I like, but I think he's really discredited uh, a lot that he has claimed to stand for in his third-party independent run for the presidency by endorsing uh, the, the Zionist entity, and by appearing to be as pro-Zionist in this situation as his rather sad performances with Rabbi Shemoli Boteach uh, would suggest. So this is a grim time uh, in American history. It's a grim time in the history of the world. And when one looks at the truth of this matter, going all the way back to the factors, the historical factors and the political factors that really shaped the creation of the Zionist state uh, after World War II, uh, we even have to go back, of course, to the uh, latter part of the 19th century to really grasp uh, where we are now. Uh, and in terms of John Hagee and Cornerstone Church in their 19th century, John Nelson Darby, um, Schofield Reference Bible Eschatology, uh, that has been uh, repristinated not only by Hagee, but by the late Pat Robertson, the late Jerry Falwell, and so forth and so on. There's a journal article out there that's available online, the JETS, the Journal of the Evangelical Theological Society, on William E. Blackstone of Chicago, uh, who, uh, according to this article, and it's a very well-researched uh, and, ar- and articulate article, uh, arguably played as much of a role uh, in what would prove to be the uh, seminal involvement of both the British and then secondarily and now primarily the United States in supporting the creation of the of the Zionist state from the vanished point of so-called Christian Zionism. The article actually suggests that William E. Blackstone may have been as formulative an influence 
in this insanity as Theodore Herzl was in the 19th century. So I've got a lot of my mind tonight in the reading I've been doing. I, I go back uh, to my involvement in these matters since 9-11, uh, giving up my Ph.D. Uh, program in Philadelphia to jump into this because of what I saw as a turning point in history, and I still do. I go back 50 years ago to where my uh, my old friend, uh, Dr. Andrew Yox, uh, was my roommate in my freshman year at Valparaiso University in Indiana. And when the Yom Kippur War kicked off that October 6th, uh, 50 years ago, uh, Andy and I were listening uh, every night to Douglas Edwards of CBS Radio, the late Doug- Douglas Edwards, who was giving us the world tonight on WBBM News Radio 78 in Chicago from 6 p.m. to 6.15 p.m. Central Time. And, of course, the world looked very different to me than it does now. I have a much better understanding of what was going on in that situation uh, than uh, now than I did then, because although I was never a Christian Zionist or a dispensational premillennialist in terms of my understanding of Christian eschatology, uh, culturally, I was impacted by movies like Exodus in 1960 and other things where uh, our, I largely saw uh, in those days Israel uh, as, the, uh, as the innocent party uh, being uh, transgressed against by all of these dirty, terrible Arabs. And uh, 50 years later, I've at least learned, uh, if you'll pardon my language, what complete bullshit that really was and is. That's that's tough to that's tough to accept, man. It's hard. More power to you for keeping your mind open and, and to learning all that because it's hard when you're living as a young person under the propaganda. Give us 15 minutes, and we'll give you the world bullshit, um, yeah. right? I mean, that's what it is, right? Uh, and uh, that's what it is. And and the fact that you reach past it, like our VT readers and listeners right now, they're reaching past that. They may be Americans, they may be from around the world right now listening, but they need to listen to this because this, what's happening here is bullshit. I'm going to read a, a note that I wrote for VT. I posted it on uh, X, Twitter, Facebook, etc. And it says, condemnation. VT condemns the killing of innocent civilians by Hamas and strongly condemns Israel and the USA for 56 years of occupation, a complete failure of vision and failing our children and their future. VT demands the resignation of all leaders immediately. What say you? I think that pretty much sums it up for me, uh, because this is not simply uh, something that involves the crimes of Joe Biden and his Zio cabal uh, in the Democratic Party, uh, but it also involves the top leadership in the Republican Party, uh, at least since uh, Robert Taft was defeated by uh, Dwight Eisenhower in 1952 at the Republican National Convention, the nomination for the presidency of the United States, that's when the, uh, the, the sound wisdom of Republican foreign policy uh, under Robert Taft and certainly going back to Charles Lindbergh in a much later period of time, Pat Buchanan uh, lost its influence and was replaced by the hijacking, the absolute hijacking of the American right uh, by these Jewish neoconservatives. One of the best articles I've ever read on this was Dr. E. Michael Jones of Culture Wars, the Catholic traditionalist, uh, wrote a book review 
on uh, Murray Friedman's uh, encyclopedic work on neoconservatism as a Jewish movement. And it's there that we learn the extent to which uh, the CIA and the Israeli Mossad and very powerful Zionist forces in the United States basically purchased the services of William F. Buckley of National Review uh, and facilitated a globalist international perspective uh, on on the Republican right that would later show up many years later uh, with the Ronald Reagan candidacy, uh, which, uh, again, I was young enough, I was fooled by that in 1976 uh, when he challenged Jerry Ford for the Republican nomination that year and, and just missed getting it in Kansas City. And, of course, Reagan served in 80 and Reagan served in 1988, two terms as president. But we are now learning via the UNS review the extent to which the Reagan administration uh, was captive to Jewish and Zionist interests all along. Uh, and basically, American conservatives today uh, who claim the legacy of Buckley and the legacy of Reagan uh, and, and uh, are in there with people like Greg Abbott and John Hagee today uh, with this Zionistic uh, foreign policy, neoconservative foreign policy, basically have violated every principle of the founding fathers of this country, Uh, have basically failed to understand the historical significance of Charles Lindbergh in the run-up to World War II, and what he was warning us then uh, was in the process of of, uh, taking us into a second World War that he said would, uh, Roosevelt said would never happen, even uh, even though Roosevelt was knowingly planning this war, at least from October of 1940 onward, via the McCollum Memorandum. And, of course, uh, Lindbergh identified the forces that were behind uh, the Roosevelt administration's uh, decision to get involved in the war in Europe via the back door with the Japanese in Pearl Harbor. Uh, Lindbergh named specifically Jews, especially Jews in the United States. He mentioned the Soviet Union under Stalin, uh, which, of course, was a, uh, a Soviet Union largely produced by a Jewish Bolshevik revolution in 1917. And then, of course, Lindbergh also mentioned the British and British central banking interests. He, of course, would pay with that with his own vilification all through to the end of his life in 1974. But Lindbergh spoke the truth then. Uh, He's one of the people that still speaks truth to us now as we try to understand how it is that the United States has become party uh, to a globalist foreign policy that has manifested its horrors, especially especially in the creation of the Zionist state, especially in the crimes of that Zionist state. And one of the things that ought to be mentioned to people like uh, Greg Abbott and John Hagee tonight, it's not simply a crime against Palestinians, although first and foremost it is, but the average American does not understand that the Israeli governments and the Israeli intelligence community has from time to time sponsored crimes against the government and the people of the United States. Uh, the Levon Affair, uh, the the Meyer Lansky, uh, David Ben-Gurion provable link to the Kennedy assassination, uh, and uh, Laurent Guyano uh, of the UNS Review, uh, among many other articles on this subject, uh, talks about uh, Jack Ruby or Jakob Rubinstein of the Sonneborn Institute as being the smoking gun in proving uh, the uh, involvement of Israel in that whole situation in 1963. Guyano is also 
uh, written very effectively uh, as to what was really behind the assassination of Robert F. Kennedy Sr. at the Ambassador Hotel in Los Angeles in 1968. Then we get into Israel's deliberate attack uh, on the USS Liberty during the Six-Day War that killed 34 Amer- Americans, uh, wounded scores of others. Lyndon Johnson participated in that cover-up uh, for very uh, obvious pro-Zionist reasons. And then as the list goes on and on, we have been lied to uh, about how the Yom Kippur War really got started. Uh, we have been lied to about such things as the Pollard spy case, the New Mech, uh, Apollo, Pennsylvania nuclear thefts several years after John Kennedy was killed. And it had the direct particip- participation of Benjamin Netanyahu, by the way, in those thefts. Uh, you start getting into the whole question of the Promise affair. You start talking about the Pollard spy case, the Ben-Ami spy case. Again, again, the Promise affair. Start talking about what was really involved in 9-11. And the list just goes on and on as it pertains to Israel's specific crimes directed against the people and the government of the United States, even as the Zionist cabal uh, is robbing American taxpayers every year to the tune of some, what is it, $10 billion at least, to subsidize these murderers at the same time that over the course of a year and a half, we've been uh, subsidizing this Jewish drag queen comedian in Kiev to the tune of $113 billion uh, with apparently another 28 or $29 billion coming up if Biden can get his way on that. How many checks can the U.S. write? Uh, this goes to World War III. How long can they keep writing these, these uncashable checks? Well, that's right. And, and this gets into fiat money. It gets into the uh, dangers of all of this in terms of the de-dollarization of the world economy because of American crimes uh, worldwide in conjunction with this Zionist entity. I saw a very revealing statistic today uh, that showed that from the time of George W. Bush to now, the national debt of the United States has gone from $5 trillion to $33 trillion, right, uh, with the meter running. And, of course, this doesn't even begin to, to get into the specific crimes that I think we'll address tonight uh, that have caused this latest situation, this crisis in the Gaza Strip uh, and uh, Israel's desire uh, to basically continue their ethnic genocide of, of people in Gaza, to continue their ethnic genocide of Palestinians generally, uh, to get a war started with Hezbollah in, in uh, southern Lebanon, and uh, it might just backfire on both Israel and these Ziocons in the United States that are behind this lunacy, because if Hezbollah becomes more directly involved, and they've already on a preliminary basis started getting involved militarily, and Israel should go after Hezbollah, then we start dealing with a Shia crescent. What is Iran going to do? What is the government of Assad in Syria going to do? President Assad is an Alawite uh a Shia believer who also is very universalistic in his toleration of other religions in Syria. He's probably had enough of the uh, Ziocon elements in the United States uh, trying to overthrow his government with the introduction of Sunni Wahhabic extremists in that country. We get into the Ziocon's uh, uh, murder of Muammar Gaddafi and everything that has happened in Libya since then. Uh, and certainly when you, you start talking uh, about the Shia crescent, and you throw Hezbollah and, and Assad and Iran into this mix, potentially. What then is Putin's Russia going to do? Uh, we don't know. I want to ask you, 
Yeah. It, it, this is where it explodes. This is it's not just Gaza here that we're worried about. That's I mean, right. We're, we're, of course, we're worried about two million souls that are living in an open air prison controlled by the Zionists. It's and 56 years. It's, of course, we're worried about that. And this is we're worried about Israel's children as well. We are worried about the kids in Israel that are innocent. They don't deserve this at That's all. That's right. None of, these, none of these kids do. This is what VT cares about, right? So we don't want it to go to World War III, but what the hell are these guys doing? They're forcing everybody's hand. Exactly, and I think there are two things that need to be said in regard to all of this tonight in terms of the pivotal role of the British initially and, and the United States secondarily and now primarily uh, in supporting the Zionist crimes and the creation of, of the state of Israel from the outset. And when we look at this latest crisis in Gaza, and you start comparing uh, the, uh, the, the losses uh, of these Gazans in comparison to the losses of the Israelis. And when you start going back to a graphic that I first saw that was published uh, some years ago by the Washington Report for Middle East Affairs, and this is something that Pepe Escobar was uh, running again today for one of these news services, and you start looking at the map at the time of the U.N. partition of Palestine in 1947, and then you look at those maps up until the present time, those maps will explain to anyone who turns off NFL football long enough to look at them uh, as to who uh, the aggressor is and has been all along, uh, and that when all of these uh, political frauds in both the Republican and Democratic parties start talking about a two-state solution, to this Palestinian-Israeli problem. Uh, how are you going to have a two-state solution when Israel is stealing all of the remainder of the land of Palestine by armed force and by genocide and uh, by uh, all of these uh, lunatic uh, settler movements being involved uh, in uh, stealing uh, the occupied West Bank territory with armed force uh, at the same time that the tr Trump administration uh, uh, co-opted East Jerusalem by giving American approval uh, in complete violation of international law, by the way, uh, to the to East Jerusalem being Israeli, when that was part of what the original plan was to set up a legitimate independent Palestinian state after all the mistakes that were made uh, in the late 1940s. Uh, and, and we must underscore, whether you're talking about the Ziocons in the Republican Party or you're talking about the Zio fairies in the Democratic Party. This is a total cabal uh, of both of the major parties in providing Israel the subsidies to continue with this genocide, to continue with this land theft. And then, of course, when you finally end up with a circumstance uh, to where the uh, Palestinians understandably become so upset over the this obvious raw deal that has come their way, this is how... Uh, the so-called Palestinian Authority in Gaza, which was a Zionist creation all the time with Mahmoud Abbas. This is how Gaza ended up uh, 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 electing to go with Hamas uh, in place of uh, in place of the Palestinian Authority, because everyone had figured out by that time uh, that all of this stuff, where the uh, Ziocon government of the United States was concerned. All of the Zyokan governments of Europe, especially in Britain, uh, and uh, the the global uh, global homo uh, uh, global Israeli lobby around the world uh, continued sticking it to these people. 
you start looking at the wounded, you start looking at the dead over decades, not just in these events of the last three or four years. You look at this map in terms of these land thefts. Uh, it's, it's quite obvious who the aggressor is. It is quite obvious uh, who, uh, who and what comprises the primary criminal entity in this entire Middle Eastern conflict. Uh, when you listen to loudmouths like uh, Greg Abbott, the governor of Texas, and we start talking about John Hagee of Christians United for Israel and Cornerstone Church here in San Antonio. Uh, Two or of the worst beings on planet Texas, for sure. Yeah, and uh, here you have a situation where all of these uh, people in the Texas GOP are sitting around crying about the loss of American influence in the world uh, at the same time that they're in full support of continuing to print fiat money to support Netanyahu and Zelensky, uh, this is what this has all come down to. But for me, when I just look at these videos of the last two or three days, not on American mainstream media, you can be sure, but, but all of these uh, international outlets on Telegram uh, that send me this stuff because they know who I am. And I look at these videos, these heinous videos of what has really been going on uh, in Israel and in Gaza, uh, the things that are starting to go on in southern Lebanon, and folks, all of this is being pulled off by the Zio cabal uh, of Joe Biden and Greg Abbott and John Hagee and the rest of these people in the name of America. Uh, and this is uh, to the detriment of America, to the detriment of our national security, to the debt of uh, to to the uh, to the uh, discrediting of our national uh, sovereignty, uh, to the uh, detriment of our uh reputation internationally uh the united states is in the process thanks to these people of going completely down the tube and i think what's going to happen uh as this 33 trillion dollar debt uh becomes uh, a, a uh, uh accompanied by a de-dollarization of the world economy that it'll be exactly what paul craig roberts has emphasized time and time again the Zio American Empire is going to run out of men and it's going to run out of money. And what it does, the jig is up. And I want the average Palestinian or the average uh, Russian that might be listening to this, uh, to this telecast, this broadcast, to understand that average Americans are also victims of this. A few of us have figured it out. Sadly, a much wider group of Americans who are not murderers, who are not liars, uh, who would never support genocide if they understood what was going on, uh, is more uh, those types of Americans, if they knew the things that you and I know, Johnny, and that many of these historians who have been informing me in, in the last 30 years or so on this subject, they understood what I understand, uh, understood. You would have precisely uh, what Ronald Reagan's uh, uh, chair, uh, chairman or chief of naval operations, Admiral Moore, at, uh, said, uh, in regard to the Israeli lobby, he said, you know, he said, if the average American knew what these people have done and what they continue to do, there'd be a revolution in the United States. That's Reagan's uh, chief of naval operations, Admiral Thomas Moore. You can look that up. Admiral Moore knew the truth about the USS Liberty attack. Uh, he was sick of the American uh, Navy as well as the American armed forces generally uh, being co-opted for this uh, Zionist world government uh, enterprise, uh, which make no mistake about it, this is not simply an outrage in terms of what we've done to the Palestinians. This 
and its core essence involves Ben-Gurion basically admitted this in Life magazine in 1962, that what we are seeing is the attempt at a world government that will be headquartered in Jerusalem that will have disproportionate Jewish control of the of the uh, sovereignty of individual countries, Jewish control of a world banking system, uh, Jewish control of news media and social news media to such an extent uh, that uh, the prophecy of St. Paul in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, if one happens to be a Christian, is going to come true. Uh, uh, he would agree with Ben-Gurion as to what's going on in this situation. The Apostle Paul would. Ben-Gurion thought that was a great thing in 1962. Eschatologically, the Apostle Paul understood that this was the beast uh, that uh, John would be referring to in his uh, revelation on Patmos, uh, that this is Second Thessalonians chapter 2, from a proper Christian perspective, we're talking about the same individual who appears as the beast in Revelation 13, and make no mistake about it, I think that all of this is presently, as a Christian I'm saying this, uh, our, our secular friends who tend to agree with us politically don't, not, don't have to buy into this, but from a proper Christian perspective, eschatologically, whether you're talking about traditional Roman Catholicism, pre-Vatican II, you're talking about uh, Eastern Orthodoxy historically, uh, German Lutheranism historically uh, understood that this all involved the uh, entity of Antichrist, which in the case of German Lutheranism uh, would, in this late stage in the history of Orthodox German Lutheranism, would be an understanding that uh, this is not simply a Jewish role, a demonic Jewish role in these end times events. But then look at Pope Francis, uh, the present, uh, the present Roman Pope, who quite clearly uh, is pro-Zionist. He quite clearly uh, has been uh, pro-Zelensky. He quite clearly is pro-queer uh, in terms of the uh, cultural Marxism. Of, uh, of, uh, of the Jewish community that has hijacked the culture of the United States and globally. There's just a lot that's tied up in this. But in the meantime, perhaps we need to get back to the central point, and that is that hundreds of thousands of innocent people either have already suffered and died in this conflict through decades or are about to, approaching potentially millions, if we end up with a situation where a conflict between Israel and Hezbollah in southern Lebanon suddenly brings in the Iranians, suddenly brings in Assad and the Syrians, who are tired of their own country being bombed by these lunatics in Tel Aviv. And if Putin's Russia should feel that their very noble effort and justifiable effort uh, in in Ukraine to protect Russian-speaking uh, people in Donbass and to stop this global homo-encirclement uh, via NATO— uh, of of uh, of Russia, uh, if if this all ends up as well involving the Chinese moving in on the Americans uh, through these controversies in the South China Sea and Taiwan, uh, an American military uh, that has been a laughingstock in this war on terror, uh, especially when they took down literally took down the gay flag from the American consulate in Kiev and got run out of town. Uh, this is the American military uh, that, uh, in conjunction with its Zionist partners, uh, is supposed to be able to take on uh, Hezbollah and Assad 
and Putin's Russia and the Iranians and the Chinese simultaneously, uh, we could be looking at a scenario like that. And frankly, by comparison, if you want to get involved in point spreads, you'd have a better chance of betting on me to knock Mike Tyson out tomorrow night uh, than you would of the United States and Israel and these pro-Zionist governments in Europe uh, being able to uh, overcome a military coalition like that, which has had just about enough. Yeah, so so here's how I see it. The people of Hamas and, and the Palestinians in the Gaza Strip, they're living in an open-air prison. They are absolutely fed up, okay? They came and knocked that wall down, okay? And the American media is calling them militants, not under, not explaining to the American public that these people live in an open-air prison, okay? That, that their resistance, even if they kill innocent civilians, and by the way, every Israeli who was over 18 uh, has to serve in the military. So when they are actually killing people that are over 18, those people are in the IDF, okay? I hate to say that, but that's also true. It doesn't yes. justify anything. But I'm making a statement of fact that these people yes. the next day are being called up to go invade Gaza. The same people they kill. OK, so this is this is resistance of occupation. There's only one occupier. This is not a two way street. This is a one way street. It's a one way occupation. The people in Gaza are being occupied, surrounded by exactly. the Israelis. They, they, their water's controlled. Their food's controlled. The energy's controlled. This is a prison. It's a prison break. That's what this is. It's exactly. a prison break. Set up, okay. And every American who's listening to this, I'm, I'm mad at you for buying into the propaganda of your media. They're lying to you. They're telling you that these people are militants. They are not militants. They are the indigenous peoples of Palestine. They were there before the European colonists got there. The people from Gaza don't live in Gaza. They're from Tel Aviv. They're from all over Israel. They were pushed into Gaza into this prison camp in 1948. And most of them don't even know what, the, what what Gaza was. They had to build homes there in this prison camp, and now they're there. And now you have 50% are under 18. That's over 1.2 million people that are going to be militants, ex, you know, quote-unquote militants, in the next five or ten years. Exactly. Okay? What, what are they going to do to a million angry people? What the hell? This is not a plan. This is not a plan. I would say to the American people tonight, uh, the, those that, uh, for example, in the state of Texas, I guess the primary concern tonight, other than than saluting the uh, American and Texas flags and half staff, uh, courtesy of Greg Abbott and John Hagee, uh, are have been mourning the butt kicking of the Dallas Cowboys at the uh, behest of the uh, uh, San Francisco 49ers the other night. Uh, in other people, news, yes. Yes, in other news. But this is the... The people who are looking at this, whether they're that brand of quote-unquote Texan, or there are people in the other another, uh, other 49 states that have been bought off by this bullshit uh, over decades uh, due to buying of elections, doing to ownership of mainstream uh, media, now in a later period of time, social media, uh, who were influenced by the movie Exodus in 1960 and all the rest of it, that the people who are trying to sell Americans on the idea that they or their kids or grandkids 
should be volunteering for this. By the way, KSAT 12 ABC here in San Antonio was running a big story tonight on a San Antonio man uh, who is volunteering to go to Israel to fight for them in the same way that these uh, Zion mercenaries have been running over to uh, enthusiastically support uh, Vladimir Zelensky until they instill these uh, mercenaries started dying in droves, right? Some of that enthusiasm has died down. But for the average American, we must understand, and I'm speaking now to the, to the American right and to all of these morons in the Republican Party that claim to be for America, uh, who are listening to Hagee and Abbott and these other people tonight, and to Lindsey Graham, among others. Uh, folks, the people who gave you, and I'm t- talking uh, culturally, and Joe Biden said it, and I said it too at the same time, Joe Biden was applauded in the Zionist media at the time of the Obergefell decision on June 26, 1950, 50, uh, 2015, I'm sorry, uh, June 26, 2015, at the same time I said the same thing, who's being attacked by Zionist media. It is this element that is giving you these Zion wars that have been draining America dry in terms of its morals, in terms of its standing in the world, in terms of the draining of its economy, in terms of the loss of life of of Americans who've been duped into supporting this crap over decades and who are about to really pay through the nose for it now. This is the same element that has disproportionately been involved in trying to take your firearms away as Americans. This is the same element that has been disproportionately involved, as Joe Biden uh, and I were were both arguing this out on international TV at the time of the Obergefell decision. This is the same element that has given the United States gay marriage and abortion on demand up to and including partial birth abortion, Uh, These are the same people who have facilitated mass illegal immigration into the United States that is overwhelming overwhelming all of our major urban areas. This is the same element that has allowed George Soros uh, to buy district attorney races around the country to make sure that violent uh, felons, uh, convicted felons, continue to get out of uh, prison on a revolving door basis. Uh, This is the same element that through these so-called hate crimes laws and through uh, elements like the Anti-Defamation League and the Southern Poverty Law Center is stripping the rights of Americans who have been speaking out on these issues to speak out. And I would say to Abbott tonight and to Hagee and some of these other people, who is it that was working in conjunction with the FBI and continues working in conjunction with the FBI and these fusion centers around the United States uh, to produce reports on potential domestic terrorists in the United States, like the one that was produced in a presidential election year in the state of Missouri in 2008, the so infamous MIAC, Missouri Information Action Center report. And in that report, which has since been suppressed by the FBI and other elements who were embarrassed by its leaking at the time, according to the FBI and the Anti-Defamation League of B'nai B'rith, who represents the terrorist profile, the domestic terrorist profile in the United States? Uh, Curiously enough, it's not Muslims. Curiously enough, it is white, heterosexual, gun-owning Americans 
who are sick of illegal immigration. They're sick of foreign wars. They're sick of the new world order. And these are the people, according to the ADL and the FBI, who would vote for a presidential candidate like Pat Buchanan, Ron Paul, or Chuck Baldwin of the Constitution Party. All of this, folks, is going on right underneath your noses. And and frankly, to me, the saddest aspect of this as we speak tonight is that I had great hopes that Robert F. Kennedy would at least be a viable independent third-party candidate. I don't dislike Kennedy, but all of the things that he has said that have been correct about the Ukrainian war and about the military-industrial complex and the perverse set of priorities of the war party in this country that's uh, drummed up a $33 trillion national debt that has taken away our freedoms and speaking out against the COVID-19 establishment. Uh, Kennedy turns around, having said all of this, and everything that he has said in recent days, not to mention uh, in, in recent weeks, indicates that he is a wholehearted supporter of the Zionist state, and he is sounding, as near as I can tell from what I have seen, he's sounding the same nonsense about Israel being the aggressor and our need to come to the defense of Israel. Uh, frankly, uh, he is no different from Joe Biden or the sort of nonsense that Greg Abbott and uh, John Hagee have been mouthing off in recent days on the Republican right here in Texas. This is how bad this is. And I think all of these people are going to discover that when the American people start losing their sons and daughters in droves, both in this asinine attempt to encircle Putin's Russia and to steal his sovereignty uh, and the sovereignty of his country away from him through this Jewish drag wing comedian that the Zio Cabal installed, courtesy of Victoria Newland and company, uh, when they start losing uh, American kids in mass in that mess will they start paying through the nose for what the Israelis have ignited as a result of everything that's happened since 1947 in Palestine, then all of a sudden we will see if the American populist right, the real American right, which has been simmering and steaming for a long period of time, joins some of these European population uh, populist groups that have started coming to the fore, including the alternative for Deutschland in Germany, uh, that are progressively picking up public support. And, of course, I would suggest to the AFD that they need to clarify their own uh, obeisance to the Zionist lobby up to this point, started being more specific in identifying the forces that are destroying Germany, uh, as well as destroying the, West, the rest of Western Europe and the United States. Uh, look, at, of course, what's been going on in Trudeau's Canada. There you have, on the one hand, the strong, strong uh, Zionist ownership uh, of the uh, Canadian government and media. And there you have Zelensky. There you have Trudeau. There you have the Canadian Parliament applauding, applauding a 98-year-old member of the Galician Waffen Trutstoffel, or SS, because we're all supposed to stand by Ukraine and, of course, if we are to believe uh, the messages that are being sent in mainstream media, standing by Ukraine ultimately being means standing by Netanyahu and Israel. And to all of that, I say bullshit. And the American right had better join Americans generally, as well as good Americans, well to my left politically, 
who at least understand that we are talking about the hijacking of our country, uh, the perverted uh, priorities uh, that have involved the destruction of our own domestic economy and infrastructure and educational system at the same time uh, that our young people are going to be asked in droves, not simply to fight and to die, but to do so for an absolutely demonic cause. You know, Johnny, I know that you're aware of this. I wrote uh, a piece for VT Foreign Policy uh, that was uh, objected to by certain elements in social media. It was entitled Selling Kids on the Idea of Fighting and Dying. Uh, and, and the implication was fighting and dying for absolute bullshit. Uh, the South Front, of course, uh, which presents a pro-Russian, anti-New World Order, uh, anti-Zionist perspective uh, to a world which is aware of their presence, they reran that story because I think what they're sensing and what uh, uh, Putin's government is sensing uh, what uh, uh, the Iranians are sensing, of course, they've known me for years through my involvement with press television. There are more and more people out there that may not have been listening to Mark Gankoff or Pat Buchanan up to this point or Charles Lindbergh or Robert Taft or Johnny Punish uh, or uh, any of the other fine people left or right who have been involved in the anti-Zionist, anti-New World Order movement over a period of decades. But when their kids start dying in mass, and when we start seeing all of these American flag-draped coffins uh, coming into Dover Air Force Base and Joe Biden's home state of Delaware, when it becomes that overwhelming, and when this whole thing possibly goes nuclear, uh, then all of these morons that have been listening to Biden, uh, listening to Lindsey Graham, listening to Nikki Haley and Will Hurd here in Texas, uh, our, our favorite Republican Zionist CIA congressman who just endorsed Haley for the presidency. Uh, we're talking again about Abbott uh, and Hagee uh, or uh, their counterparts among people like Barney Frank and Admiral Levine and all of these other folks. Uh, this, this is a time for all good Americans and Europeans to stand for the defense of their own people and to say no more Zio wars, no more massive illegal immigration, no more cultural Marxism, no more uh, fiat uh, fiat money coming out of the American Fed to finance these atrocities, uh, no more hijacking of, uh, of independent news media and independent social media, uh, no compromising of freedom of speech either in the United States or in the West generally. All of this reminds me of what the late Friedrich Tobin once said, at a conference I attended in Los Angeles in 2007. Uh, and, of course, he, he was uh, referencing all these Zionist crimes historically. And uh, Dr. Tobin said something uh, that I have not forgotten in the 16 years since. He said, you know something? In the United States and in the Western world, we have the freedom to go shopping. And that's exactly what this has boiled down to. And not only are our freedoms even more seriously curtailed, uh, than they were when Friedrich Tobin mentioned that in 2007 in Orange County, California. We have now reached a point uh, to where the edge of apocalypse is upon us, and it remains to be seen as to whether there are enough people in the United States and in Canada and in the U.K. Uh, and in the E.U. countries to stand up and say, we've had enough of this bullshit. We're not fighting and dying for this. 
Uh, it's destroying our lives and our countries. And uh, Zelensky uh, and Netanyahu and all of these other frauds that have been supporting them uh, can pee up a rope. You know, before I let you go today, Mark, uh, let's hope that uh, World War Three was not started in Ukraine and lit on fire in Gaza. Let's hope we don't exactly. get there. So I have a feeling you and I are going to have this conversation again sometime later in this week when Israel uh, invades Gaza, because I think, I think that's what's going to be happening here in the next three to five days. Now, before I let you go, Mark, tell us what you're working on this week and how best to uh, reach you. Now, listeners out there, please listen to this because um, Mark is a, a freelance uh, activist. He's out there doing his thing. Uh, please support independent media. The MSN's lying to you. They are lying, okay? And they are corporate media. They are paid millions of dollars to lie, and we're paid zero. So if you like what we're doing, please support Mark. Mark, tell us how to support you. Well, you can support me by coming up with bail money if I'm uh, incarcerated in San Antonio after this broadcast and telecast is posted. Uh, But seriously, we may be coming to something like that, frankly. Uh, Support me by uh, contacting me via the Republic Broadcasting Network in Round Rock, Texas. Support RBN. Uh, as well, support Johnny Punish and VT Foreign Policy because it's more important now than ever. And uh, my great, uh, yeah, my great and longtime friend uh, Jonas C. Alexis thought that it was about time that Mark Gankoff needed to be dragged into working for this network so I could become even more professionally and economically and socially marginalized than I already am. So, Jonas, if you're out there, uh, thank you for making me. Uh, someone that has uh, been getting my butt kicked for a long time since I've been involved in this. But seriously, folks, this has not been easy for me. It's not been easy for Johnny or anybody else involved in this. But uh, I'm still glad to be involved because uh, I can't yet compare my situation to the people of Palestine or Gaza or to the Russians of Donbass tonight. But you know something? Uh, If it comes to that, uh, I'm uh, prepared uh, as a Christian uh, to uh, uh, go the same way, uh, potentially as uh, St. Polycarp of Smyrna. I hope it doesn't come to that. But uh, with everything that's happened to me since I've been involved in this, I'm proud to have been involved in it from the vantage point that to the extent that I've suffered, it doesn't compare uh, to what the people of Gaza and Palestine and the Donbass are going through tonight. Conser- uh, courtesy of the bums, that have been trying to destroy my life since 9-11. I I agree. And on that note, guys, listen, readers out there, support VT. Go to vtforeignpolicy.com at the very top. Click on membership. It's $8 a month. Please become a member if you you believe in this voice and this independent media. Uh, It helps us tremendously out here to keep this thing going. So thank you very much. Mark, I'll talk to you soon, and let's keep an eye out what's going on in Gaza. Keep your eyes open, man. Prayers, folks, whatever God you believe in, and of course I believe in the triune God, uh, prayer tonight, whatever version of God you believe in, prayer tonight for the innocent people of the world. In my case, that's the triune God, but nonetheless, thoughts and prayers tonight for everyone who is in the direct line of fire of this beast. Cheers. If you enjoyed this presentation, hit the like button now. Also, share it with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss an episode.
VT approves this. Tahibo Tea Club's original pure pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com. You are tuned in to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit our website by going to republicbroadcasting.org. Do you begin to smell some funky little things going on? Let me share this story with you. It's not so much a story, it's something I wrote years ago. Read your history, people. Stock markets collapse on Friday. Bank seizures, closures, holidays take place after business hours on Friday. Do currencies or governments also collapse on Friday? (laughs) Tomorrow's Friday. Will the end come on this Friday, or will the inevitable collapse hold off for a while? The next round of the worst financial crisis in a hundred years is coming, people, and the government is out to make you and I pay for it. And will your savings survive a global banking wipeout? What happens when the U.S. sees hyperinflation? What if taxes soar not only for the rich? Can you survive the stock market tanks? Look, between a stock market wipeout, waves of bank failures, soaring government spending that will lead to hyperinflation and the destruction of the dollar's value, isn't it time that you prepare for the uncertainty which lies ahead? Protect your money now or forever kiss it goodbye. My friends, I offer you over six decades experience of hard asset ownership and knowledge. And I'm prepared to handle the smallest detail in the balance protection of your portfolio. For as the future of uncertainty continues to blanket this nation of ours, I believe that I can offer you the privacy, safety, security, and possibly some profitability which you deserve. And so I invite you to visit SierraMondrePreciousMetals.com for further information regarding protecting your wealth. Or call me, Jeffrey Bennett, at 602-799-8214. Or by email at KettleMoraineLTD at Cox.net for private consultation. Once again, our phone number is 602-799-8214. It's almost Friday. The secret to aging like fine wine is in the vines. Syrah grape seeds and skins contain high levels of flavonoids and resveratrol. Fermentation breaks these organic compounds down into smaller molecules, penetrating these therapeutic ingredients deeper into the skin, delivering faster and more effective results. Our handmade fermented skincare products are formulated with all natural ingredients and do not contain any phthalates or parabens. 
Similar products can cost as much as $180. At Natural Earth Medicine, we source our ingredients from local Arizona vineyards and cold process our oils to ensure that our customers receive the highest quality product in its purest form. Learn more at our website and try our fermented skincare products today. Visit naturalearthmedicine.com. That's naturalearthmedicine.com. Hello, hello, hello. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Do you truly want to stay out of the system? Are you prepared to buy into the biggest scam since the Iraqi dinar? If not, then put your money where it belongs, in your possession, not in the hands of an international MLM cartel. At Kettle Moraine Limited, we will provide you with the finest Swiss-minted detachable gram sheets of pure 24-karat gold for hundreds of dollars less than the so-called privately issued credit cards with elusive gold backing. Gold backing... The only gold that I want is in my back pocket, not backed by promises of an operation even the U.S. Chamber of Commerce is suspect of, giving a rating of C-. To get the full story, visit SierraMadrePreciousMetals.com and go to the Valcombi Bullion Vault. Once you have read the whole story about the scam being perpetrated on an unsuspecting public and how you can avoid being a victim by purchasing these beautiful, barterable, tradable sheets of gold at tremendous savings and in the strictest of privacy, be prepared to take the steps to protect your wealth with the purchase of the real deal. Detachable 50-gram gold bars from Kettle Moraine Limited by calling 602-799-8214. Ask about our one-ounce Valcombi detachable bars, which break into one-tenth ounce bars. And don't forget, for all of your precious metal needs, whether buying or having the need to sell, call Kettle Moraine Limited. Remember, no dinar, no celery, and no carrots. If you buy from someone else... Tell them you want AU, not BS. Call Kettle Moraine LTD today at 602-799-8214. Kettle Moraine LTD, 602-799-8214. Standing six foot four, weighing 245 pounds of crime-fighting, political science, analyzing brawn. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Patrick Slattery. So Mike, get off this anti-cicada agenda. I'm a born-again traditional Christian, and my favorite possessions are right here on my nightstand. That would be the King James Bible and my 357 revolver. I'd rather be ruled by Chinamen than Jews. Cool it with the anti-Semitic remarks, right? Just because you steal an election and terminate the republic doesn't mean you terminate the people in the republic, because we're still here. I'm not taking the vaccine. Keep Bill Gates. There was a way forward still on January 6th. What needed to be done is to object to every single state. The COVID-19 virus was the setup. The vaccine could very well be a bioweapon. The Patrick and Jeremy Show, Tuesday at 9 Central and Wednesday at 1 Central. Have you been looking for a trusted long-term storable food company? We have a solution for you. Simply Clean Foods is dedicated to providing the best quality food you can buy next to fresh from a farmer's market. 
Our line of resealable fruits, vegetables, and meats are suitable for everyday use, and you won't have to worry about throwing away valuable groceries ever again. Our food is completely GMO-free, and our stringent quality controls, plus testing for heavy metals, makes us unique in the storable foods market. Simply Clean Foods' primary focus is to bring clean food to people all around the world and change the way we look at freeze-dried food in our daily cooking. When you purchase from Simply Clean Foods, not only will you be receiving high-quality food, but you will also be supporting veterans in need across the country and those who are affected by natural disasters. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on Long-Term Food Storage in the rotating sponsors' banners to support RBN. Simply Clean Foods. Do it today. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Truth, truth, truth.